Welcome back to Honorado and Bagnardo. Bags. I mean, look at the guy in between us here. It's we should almost just step out of frame completely <laughs> and let the bus have the screen to himself. The NFL Hall of Famer Jerome Bettis with us here on Honorado and Bagnardi. Jerome, thank you for the time, man. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me on. We've got important things to discuss here, and it goes back to when you were 14 years old. Before we do that, though, I'm most curious about your time back in South Bend. Is college easier as a Hall of Famer? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's much more difficult. Uh, for me, it's a technology issue. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a computer when I went to school the first time. So now dealing with the computer and emails and, and all the other things you have to do, uh, much different, much different. All right. So I got to ask you, Jerome, you're, you're, of course, known as the boss. Yeah. And you were known for hitting people maybe even harder than the defensive players hit the offensive players. But was there any guy <laughs> in your whole career who you were like, you know what, I don't want to get hit by him on Sunday? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, there was some – Sam Adams, he was a huge defensive tackle. Uh, he would block the sun when, he, when he'd walk by you. I mean – he was a huge guy, uh, played for Seattle and then played for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And uh, we had a bunch of battles, but he was a gigantic man uh, and was tough. So he was uh, one of those guys that I didn't want to see coming. <laughs> All right. How about your quarterback in Pittsburgh? He was a big guy, too. And Ben Roethlisberger announces his retirement 18 years at that position, fifth all time in passing yards, eighth in passing touchdowns. Did you expect this? I know you're, you're plugged into the Steelers, obviously, with your show in Pittsburgh. And, and what can you say about Big Ben's career? I mean, just uh, an amazing career, a legend, uh, and one that's going to be sorely missed. Uh, you know, when I think about Ben's career, I just – just think he was a he was a winner. He was a champion. He found a way to win. Whenever the Steelers took the field, if number seven was on the field, you knew you had a chance to win the football game. And that was the case his entire career up until his last game. You didn't know if they were going to win or lose, but you knew the Steelers had a chance if Ben was out on the field. Now, with him stepping away, there's a huge void that's going to be left in that locker room, on that field, and with the organization. Mm. Uh, and, and it's going to be tough shoes to fill because he was a great, great football player. Do you have a Big Ben story you can tell us quickly, maybe an off-the-field one that a lot of people don't know? Well, when, when, he, when he first came, he was, a, 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 you know, a, a rookie that didn't know anything, and he came to me. Uh, the, the first, I was the first person that he reached out to, wanting to know about uh, Pittsburgh. He didn't know what to expect, uh, and so I just told him, "Hey, you got to be cool, calm, and collective, and you gotta, you gotta cut your hair." <laughs> 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 and now he's got a sandwich named after him for crying out loud. So he ended up doing okay and taking your advice on on how to adapt to uh, to Pittsburgh. Uh, Jerome Bettis with us, courtesy of of AirServe, and and I know we've got some air quality stuff to talk about here with you, uh, Jerome. But first, I, I want to ask you about the games this weekend. Can you give us a couple of quick picks here? Who do you like in the AFC and NFC Conference Championship games? 
Man, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be two great games. And and AFC, I'll look at first because I was predominantly AFC player. I, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I, I think Cincinnati is. Uh, I mean, they're a really good football team. They've got a chance to win this game. But in Kansas City, with that team, I just think Kansas City is going to win. On the on the defensive side, I mean, on the uh, NFC side, I I just think the Rams cannot lose for a seventh time in a row. I think the Rams win uh, this game. Did you leave any of your heart in St. Louis? Or do you still pull for the Rams, even though they're in a different city now uh, at all? I do slightly, if, if it's all even. I, I mean, I don't like the 49ers, obviously. Playing for the Rams, you just dislike the 49ers so much. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be proof. Uh, pulling for the Rams, never for the 49ers. Yeah, I hear that. Okay. Drum, we had Terrell Davis on the show, and I asked him a question. I want to see if your answer is similar. I asked him, as a running back, when you, you know where a play is designed and a hole is supposed to be in a certain place. When you mm -hmm. hit that hole, you get to that spot, how much of it then is still the scouting report in your mind, whether it's where the defense is, what defensive players are coming at you, or how much of it at that point, once you go to that spot, is just read and react? It's all read and react. Once you get to that spot, the, you know, a play is designed to tell you where to go. It doesn't tell you it's going to be there. It's telling you where to go. So if you go there and then at that point, your natural ability has to take over and then you got to fill it out from there. So the play is designed to go to the right. As soon as I get the ball and go to the right, if, if they overplay that, then I got to cut and go to the left. So it's all about feel, knowing where the play is designed to go, but that's not always where the play ends up. Shawnee, we're talking to a guy who did something that probably, probably Tom Brady won't even get to do, and that is walk off yeah. with a Super Bowl title. Jerome Bettis, a Super Bowl <laughs> champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And how about, funny enough, our executive producer, who is, is in the control room helping us out with this interview, told us that the guy who flipped the coin at, at, uh, at, at, before that game started, the Super Bowl, when yeah. he beat the Seahawks, was Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, so they had all of the uh, the MVPs um, for all the Super Bowls lined up and had them all there. And uh, and uh, I, I don't even remember. I didn't I don't remember that he was one of the guys that flipped the coin. Yeah, there you go. All right. You can see the helmet behind the bus air serve and go back to when you're 14 years old, Jerome, and you find out you have asthma. How did it affect you then? And did you think it would have a long term effect on your ability? to be an athlete? Well, I, at, at first, initially, when I was diagnosed with asthma, I didn't think I had a chance to even be an athlete. Uh, so I thought my athletic career was over before it even started. And uh, but fortunately, my mom and dad, they were diligent. They said, hey, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you manage the asthma. And part of managing the asthma was also managing uh, our indoor living space and, and managing to make sure uh, the, the indoor air quality uh, was was good, and that meant uh, excluding some things. Uh, for example, uh, my mom and sister, uh, no perfume in the house uh, because obviously that was an irritant. Uh, no pets, and 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 so we were very conscious uh, growing up. I know I, I was making sure that the air quality 
uh, was really good, really good. And I think we all should to we all should do that now. We should be conscious of the air quality in our homes uh, because it will it can make you sick. It can you know give you headaches, uh, and, and you can be fatigued. All of these things are significant in your home. But there's things that we all can do uh, in our homes to to help. You can you know clean the air filter. Uh, you can. Uh, go with real plants instead of fake plants, uh, organic uh, candles, things of that nature that can help. But the biggest help uh, of all would be to get a, a air quality test and have the people uh, from AirServe, uh, a neighborly company, come in and, and check the air quality in your home, tell you uh, where you are so that, that now that becomes an, an important part of your well-being. What message would you have to a youngster who is maybe in the same spot you were, they've got asthma, they're worried that, you know, every time they work out or the gym in school or something like that, and all of a sudden they have that feeling where they can't breathe. What would you say to them about moving forward? I would just tell them to make sure they learn more about uh, the asthma, how it affects them personally, and what the triggers are. Uh, because the more you know, the more you're educated about uh, the asthma, the more you're going to be able to manage your asthma effectively. Jerome Bettis, uh, you work with a, I went to Ithaca College, you work regularly with a much more talented Ithaca College grad in Pittsburgh, Jenna Harner. That's, that's easy to do to beat me out in the talent department, but, uh, but I see Bomber <laughs> proud for sure, all the way from Albany, New York to, to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania as well. This was, uh, this was a treat for us, and, and look, in the time of a pandemic, how often do we talk about air quality and, and those types of things? So uh, certainly a timely topic here to talk with the Hall of Famer from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jerome Bettis. Jerome, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Hey, thank you, and, and just think airserve.com for any questions that you may have.